From the Ram Studio, connected by AT&T, welcome to Between the Horns. I'm Miles Simmons. I'm with DeMarco Farr. It is just after noon on, the, on January 10th, 2018, and the Rams are now out of the postseason, which is unfortunate after losing to the Atlanta Falcons there on Saturday. But, DeFar, um, Sean McVay has said this. Yeah. And I think it's true. Just because they lost that game, and it was an unfortunate way to lose. I mean, you, you true. gave the ball away two times, and I think that was really the difference. But anyway, Sean McVay has said, you know, that loss does not take away from what the Rams were able to accomplish. No, in God, no. I mean, just because you lost to Atlanta or lost in the postseason, does it doesn't mean you're a bad football team. It just means you lost no. that day. <laughs> yeah, I yeah. Would I mean, say that they're a bad football team by any means. Yeah, I mean, you you can't say that. I mean, we always talk about this. You'll hear me say this on pretty much every between the horns or mail bag best team on game day it doesn't matter about records or how you performed it only matters how you perform on that day and you have to give Atlanta credit that defense performed great admirably they were in the right spots they made one-on-one tackles they took away some things offensively from the Rams and made them adjust to life without Um, and Atlanta got the win the takeaways to me were the killers man I mean it really Um, and I was going to say this earlier man anytime your team turns the ball over, you might as well add 50 pounds of weight to that defense Hmm. that you have to carry around. Mm Because now you have to dig yourself out of that hole time and time again. And it it taxes you defensively. And no shock, uh, the third quarter, they came out running. Yeah, They came out and absolutely put you in a phone booth and started pounding you. That was the effect of the turnover. And especially without Michael Brockers, too. Michael Brockers had that knee injury. And so when Michael Brockers goes out, that's one of the big run stuffers that the Rams have. That's why Atlanta was able to get 16-play drive, you know, 10-play drive. Hold the ball for 13 minutes in that third quarter. That really kind of took the Rams out of it. They, They removed the Redwood from the road. Michael Brockers, and then they just drove the train through. So, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, Atlanta, this is when you go back to experience, and maybe it's not postseason experience. I just talk about experience as being a good football team, talking about Matt Ryan. Mm -hmm. Once they get ahead of you and chop a leg out, they're just going to keep leaning. They're going to keep leaning on you. Once they get the lead, remember before Atlanta and Matt Ryan caught fire, when they became this offensive juggernaut scoring, scoring 40 points a game last season, the years before that, they would get ahead of you by three, four points and just stay there. Right, and just yeah. and, and beat you to the finish line. Yeah. And I think you saw a little bit of that on, on, on Saturday. Yeah, and, and that's that's definitely part of it. Um, but, you know, you bring up the, the big game experience, mm-hmm. just the game experience. One thing that struck me um, after that game was when Jared Goff was talking about how – Jared Goff was asked about, oh, you guys didn't have much playoff experience, and, you know, do you really think that that – had an effect, and he goes, I don't really know what that means because, you know, we've played in big games and we didn't play well enough to win. He said, if we didn't play, if we played like this two weeks ago, we wouldn't have won then. Right. So it's not necessarily about, okay, the playoffs, the game is that different. It's do you play well enough to win in a certain game at that time, you know, any given Sunday or Saturday, as the case may have been. Jared said that? He did say that. I'm really starting to like him. Yeah, I mean that's that's. I mean, look, it's 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 a relationship. We're growing. I mean, but I love that sort of leadership coming out of your quarterback position. That yeah. is the that's the exact right thing to say. Right. If we played like this before, we're not in the postseason. Mm-hmm. So um, the experience. I mean, it matters, but sometimes it gets a little overblown. I think it's just, so. It just it matters how well you play that day. Right. And I talked to Jamon Brown after the game, and he basically said the same kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, we really felt like this week we practiced well, we prepared well, but it just didn't work out today. We did not play well 
when we need it to. And that to, that's more of the big thing than was it because of this, was it because of that. It's yeah. just you, you just didn't make the plays yeah. when you had to. Sometimes it's, sh- sometimes it's shocking when a team comes right after your weakness because the whole <laughs> thing about football is disguising your weakness. Yeah. At some point it becomes obvious where you're weak and then they go right at it and you're surprised at it. So as soon as Michael Brockers goes out, I think the next five run plays hit to that same gap sure. where he would line up. Right. Yeah. And that's that's usually what's going to happen. That's what, well that's what that, good that's teams That's the shocking that's what, part, right. But that's what good teams, <laughs> that's what good coaches do, yeah. you know? They take advantage of those types of things. Oh yeah, they've got a like a third string corner out there. Immediate nine route. Right. Yeah, that's that's good football. Right? Yes, it is. Um but I think before we kind of move on from this and and kind of close the page because really, I mean but we could recap the game until we're blue in the face, but yeah, at, at I mean, a certain you point, what, yeah, yeah. You, you guys saw it. We all saw it. You know, the season's over. And But I do want to go um, to what Farrell Cooper was talking about kind of after the game because we talked about the giveaways being kind of the, the thing that turned the game. And mm-hmm. he took responsibility for both of those things after um, the game and then also on Sunday when they were doing the locker room clean out. And basically he says, you know, that first one with Blake Countess goes off of him. And he says, I should have made the poison call, which basically means just get out of the way, everybody, because the ball is coming in and it might bounce and then it might hit you and then something bad would happen. Mm-hmm. And then he also was talking about how, you know, I, I just have to be able to hold on to the ball. You know, on that second one when they strip, he goes through the spin move, he comes out, somebody just whacks their arm down mm-hmm. and then ball comes out. So it's not it's not like Farrow Cooper didn't take responsibility for that. You know, yeah. he was very contrite. And then you also saw on Twitter how he posted, you know, like, I, I'm sorry, Rams Nation, and I'll be back and better next season. And he includes his players and coaches because I'm uh, 100% positive all those things were covered leading up to the game. Yeah. What to do, how to handle this when it's short and you're in the middle of it. Uh, we called it the Peter call. Peter, 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 or poison, 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 get away. So yeah. that was all covered before. And then, you know, once you cross the white line, it's it's on you as a player. Mm-hmm. So there's a mistake there. And then the takeaway, when it gets knocked out of there. You have to give them credit for getting the ball out. But I'm sure ball security was talked about before that game. So it is what it is. I mean, uh, you'd like to have those plays back and those plays directly led towards an L, towards the loss, and you get knocked out of the postseason. But it's not like anybody in this room or in this building is down on Farrell Cooper. No. You wouldn't be here without him. Right. And you shouldn't be. And he's going to go to the Pro Bowl, and he's earned that. You know, he's earned being an all-pro kick returner and a second-team all-pro punt returner this season. And that's really interesting to me, especially because – the punt returner aspect, I should say, because he was not the punt returner coming into this year. Right. You remember the Rams had so many issues just – fielding punts early yeah. in the season, and then all of a sudden, you know, in Jacksonville, he takes on both roles, mm-hmm. and boom, you know, he takes off. I think all he proved is he should have been. Yes. Yeah, he should have been that guy. And Maybe going into going last forward. season. Yeah I, yeah, I would say so. So he's going to be back, and I think he's going to be better. He's going to learn from this experience, but no one is down on Farrow Cooper. And Farrow Cooper shouldn't be down on yeah. Farrow Cooper. Yeah, no. absolutely. Yeah. He, look, he's going to be at the Pro Bowl. Um, Andrew Whitworth mm-hmm. just named yesterday to the Pro Bowl, replacing Trent Williams. <laughs> I'm sorry, that's so funny. Yeah, just named yesterday. In the, yeah. No, that's not what I'm laughing what? at. Oh, congratulations, 35-year-old. Your reward for playing well is another game. Oh. Yeah, enjoy it. <laughs> You're going to Disney World. <laughs> Right, right. Well, that's actually, that's cool. Good to bring the family um, yeah. to Disney. But, um, yeah, so now the Rams have six Pro Bowlers. Um, and it looks like they will most likely have a seventh. You can't really announce that Goff would replace Carson Wentz, who yeah, obviously right. is not going um, until the Eagles are knocked out of the playoffs. So, But Goff is the first alternate there. 
Carson Wentz not going to be playing, uh, I think we can all kind of connect the dots and do the math. So right. that's really good. I mean, you have Goff, probably, Gurley, Donald, and then your three special teams guys, Hecker, Zerline, um, and, uh, and Cooper, who we've just been talking about, in addition to Whitworth. This is why the sky isn't falling. Because yeah, you be- can be right back in this same position next season. Right. You've got a good core, a good nucleus, and some good some good parts, and some ability to make moves to mm-hmm. get even better. Yeah. Yeah. And so, okay, so full disclosure, we're going a little bit quicker today than usual because I have, he's an, assi- go. I have an assignment um, that I have to get to in the next 15 minutes. So we will try to wow. get to, we'll try to get to everything we want to get to, but if we don't, then <laughs> we'll be back in the next um, couple weeks. It's all weeks. good, but yes. I, I do want to start talking <coughs> about the off season because sure. let's let's just turn the page and let's get there. Um, the Rams are going to have a lot of decisions to make um, in terms of contracts and free mm-hmm. agents. I mean, you talk about maybe the 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 three the three guys that I think people are most talking about right now in terms of free agents are cornerback Tremaine Johnson, safety Lamarcus Joyner, and then wide receiver Sammy Watkins. Those are guys, all of whom are going to be free agents once that new league year starts on March 14th. Well, LaMarcus must be done. He's earned it. And this defense... Must be done as in must stay here. He must stay must around. Contract that must contract get must yes. get done. Yes. I, I think he's, like you said, I think he's at the embryo stage of a great career. I agree. I think the rest of the world is about to catch up to how good he is. I think you saw it, finally. You know, that was the thing about being a team that was a below 500. Sometimes your great seasons, no one sees or mm. cares about. But I'm glad you had an 11-win season. You were a division champ, so... Now he, he's going to get the credit he deserves. But um, the other guys, uh, Tremaine Johnson in particular, I don't know what the price tag is going to be. I don't know what he's going to be offered. I don't think anybody does at this point. Yeah, that's, yeah and that's going to be one of the things that we you have to figure out yeah. over the course of the next couple months. And it might be why Tremaine Johnson would hit free agency rather than you know the Rams giving him that contract extension. Yeah. Because it, all right, I don't want to get too into contract stuff right now, but because of what Tremaine Johnson has made over the last two years under the franchise tag, mm-hmm. that's almost a starting point now right. for those negotiations. I don't know where we are. I don't know right. where that money is. And so is. what is yeah. the market for the other teams in the NFL? Yeah. That that has to do with, you know, then what is the market getting reset at and, and, and things like that. So that that's part of it. To get a cornerback that's playing as well as he's playing right now into your defense that's not Tremaine Johnson would take three or four years. That's mm. how much experience he's ha- he has. Uh, with this group playing cornerback, so I don't want to start the clock all, all all over again trying to right. get back to this point. So, but I don't know what the money threshold is. But do I want Tremaine Johnson back? Absolutely. Who wouldn't? Yeah, yeah. The guy is tremendous. Uh, run and pass. Uh, same thing. Uh, Sammy Watkins I, with with a complete training camp and starting day one in this offense. I'm fascinated as to what he can be. Me too. Yeah. Um, he's got everything you need. Uh, he's got great hands. He's got great size. He's got speed. Uh, I think the only thing that's lacking is just a, a, a comfort level in the offense, knowing right. the ins and outs, the, the, the little things, the nitpicks, yeah. all that stuff. I think that's the only thing that's missing to bring him into like being the number one guy on this football team. Well, it's funny. I, I asked him you know, how in the locker room clean-out day, how long did it take you to feel like you were comfortable here mm-hmm. um, in this offense and everything? And he said, well, probably four or five weeks. Yes. So you know, you're talking about going from the middle of training camp when he got here into the regular season. And if he's saying four or five weeks, it, it – 
who knows how long it really, really took him to feel that comfortable. You know what I mean? Oh, no doubt. I'd, so, yeah. like, you saw, I think, flashes of this, how comfortable, how good he can be when he is comfortable. That that over-the-shoulder catch in San Francisco comes to mind. 67-yard touchdown catch um, against the Giants comes to mind. Oh, yeah. And you went to him so many times on that quick slant in the red zone for all those touchdowns. Those are great plays. Yeah. But getting him in, getting him comfortable in the offseason program, that's going to be key for him going forward. You, you ever if fire? He's still here. You ever fire a rifle with a scope? I have you ever not adjust to the scope? What, Demarco? You're talking to me like you, I've shot that many guns in I'm my just life. Uh, have you ever looked through a scope and had to adjust the sight? I don't believe that I ever. Okay, because <laughs> going back to this Saturday, this or this past Saturday when the Rams lost to Atlanta. There was a deep route that Jared Goff actually gave Sammy Watkins a chance to go get the football. Right. Um, and I was standing actually in the end zone. So yes. I got to see it from behind Jared Goff. Well, he's open on a vertical route. And Jared Goff threw a nice ball, but they were just off target-wise. Right. Either he threw it to the wrong spot or Sammy Watkins ran to the wrong spot. But the ball and where Sammy Watkins was was perfect. It was just off by about 15 yards Going east and west. I'm serious. Yeah. If you can straighten that out or adjust the route, that's a big play. That's a right. big catch. Now, where does that start in training camp? Mm-hmm. So you're just about there. Well, I don't I want. Think it, no, yeah. I would say it starts in the off season program. Oh, that too. I, yeah. I think it goes back to OTAs because yes. again, that's what Sammy Watkins has said this, and even Robert Woods has said it in terms of like building chemistry with yeah. Jared Goff. That's where that stuff started. Right. For Robert and and Jared all the way back in April. So then when you know when you are throwing and you're just in Southern California and you go to a local high school and you're on the field and you're throwing, you're yeah. you're starting to figure out, you know, okay, what are Robert Wood's tendencies? What is he really right. like? That's why he gets nine catches for 142 yards True. in the playoff game because when it when your back's against the wall, you want to look to somebody like that who you've been going to since April, you know what right. I mean? As opposed to, and it's not anything that Sammy Watkins did right or wrong. It's just the situation yeah. is that he didn't get here you until mid-August. Right. Chris Paul throwing a no-look alley-oop. How did you do that? Well, I know where he's going to be. Exactly. We do it every day. Right. Right. So take that and put it on the football field with these two guys. Now, again, I don't know what the money's going to be. Right. I don't know what the market's going to be or how that's going to bear out. But, of course, you want that guy's ability with Jared Goff so they can grow together. And the thing about it is, you know, the Rams did trade their second-round pick in in EJ Gaines for Mm -hmm. Sammy Watkins, and they also got a sixth-round pick from Buffalo back in return. So they actually have three sixth-round picks coming up in this NFL draft. But – because of that, like it, Sammy Watkins is basically your second round pick this year. True. That's the way I think of it. Fair enough. Right? So if he's not back, I would be very, very surprised because of right. that. That means that was a business decision. If, if he's not back, you mean. Right, if he's not here. Now, yeah. um, if that's but not I, the case, then let's start from day one with, say, Josh Reynolds. Mm-hmm. Yeah, who's coming along nicely. Yeah. Yeah, who could use those reps and could become that guy for Jared Goff. And wide receivers have a tendency to take a pretty big jump from year one to year two. Hopefully, yes. You know? and that, yes. Like, Some guys mm-hmm. don't. Some guys can jump right out of the league in year two. I, look, yes. well, look I through the draft. I right? know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Depending on, um, depending on um, what uh, right. happens there. On how you perform and how you get better. This is an ongoing skill development league right i mean you have to keep getting better this is the only job in america that i know that you have to keep getting better i think in our jobs you have to keep getting better 
I mean, you have to like measurably get better. Okay. Even uh, Aaron right. Donald's no. going to have to get better. That's the I thing. I guess there's no yeah. like measurable like what are we de- what are we well, getting better at? Type faster. I, <laughs> I mean, I I type pretty fast. I don't know. I mean, like I clicks feel, and views, baby. Clicks and views. Yeah. Well, that's kind of it now. Right. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I was gonna say. You know, like the media's like get more outrageous. It's sort of right. But that doesn't I work in football. Think, I still think that, you know, there are ways that you have to try to improve. Right. It's like my high school football coach used to say, you better get worse. You well, don't well, stay the same. You know? Imagine being the coach that has to walk up to Todd Gurley and say, you know what? Let's get better. Really? But, but, <laughs> after, the, after the season I just had. Okay, but it's true. Right. You have to get better. And, and Todd yeah. Gurley, I think, is the kind of person who knows that and recognizes that yeah, yeah. and also embraces the fact, okay, yeah, I mean, I yeah. did this, but – why don't we get 2,200 yards? Why don't True. we get 25 touchdowns? Right. You know? Why don't we get 1,500 rushing Well, yards, that would right? be my first question if I'm Todd Gurley and I had a coach, and that's going to happen. Let's get better, Todd. Where? Show me how. Yeah. Yeah, show oh, yeah. me where I need to get better, and then I'll get better. Yeah, right. uh, yeah. how do I get better? How do I, I get that's better? That's always um, the questions for the coach. So there are a few now off-season events coming up, okay. which, like, which I will be in- attending some of them. Um, no Senior Bowl for me this year. Which wow, is really, cool. really? Yeah. What do you mean, really cool? Senior Bowl is very cool. You're happy you're not going? Said, I shouldn't have said really cool. I don't know. It's just it's cool because I get to go to the Pro Bowl for the first time because we've got so many different guys there. So that's 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 what I mean by it's really cool. Also, I've been to the Senior Bowl a bunch of times. And, you know, no offense to the Senior Bowl, which it is a great event. But the thing about the Senior Bowl this year is that the yeah. marquee guys are quarterbacks. Yeah. That's not what this team needs anymore. No, but you might be facing them. Okay, fair. Okay, yeah. But, like, that's that's somebody else's job to break them down, oh, not well, mine. I'm just saying. I mean, I'm not, everyone so at the Senior when Bowl, I say either I'm they're going to be going, on your team or you're going to face them I know, at some well, point. I, it's, not that yeah. I'm not, it's not that the organization is not going to the Senior Bowl. Right. I personally will not be there. Right. But the Senior Bowl is important. You know, we've Very. seen um, guys get drafted from there all the time. Cooper Cup, Samson Abukam, Josh Reynolds, all of those guys mm-hmm. were at the Senior Bowl last year, and it was fun to see Cooper Cup, you know, do like whirly bird routes, like going into the end zone. Like he shook guys like whirly bird routes. It was like he had a stop, then he flipped around, and then boom, he made a catch. It was really cool to watch. It was one of the most impressive things. If you really want to go back and look for it on the Rams.com, I'm sure you can find me talking about it. One whirly day. bird routes. Write that down. That's <laughs> not a real route. Let's send term. that to Coach McVay. I don't think yeah. he would like Run that. the whirly bird. No. Works every that time. That does sound no, like an audible for Coach McVay. I'm messing yeah. with him about the senior bowl. I anyway, know. yeah, it's very important. But it, it is. what else? But we've got Pro Bowl coming Pro up, Bowl too, com- which is You're what going. we mentioned. I, yeah, yes. I'm going to be in Orlando. Good. And then um, NFL Honors. Yes. And that's actually, the Rams have could have a lot of nominees. For a lot of hardware. Yeah, for right. a lot of different um, um, awards. You're talking about Coach of the Year, mm-hmm. Sean McVay, definitely up for that. Um, MVP, Todd Gurley. You know, these nominations have not been, the finalists have not been announced yet, but I think we can anticipate. Defensive Player of the Year? Yes, yeah. yeah. Okay. Defensive Player of the Year for Aaron Donald. Offensive Player of the Year for rookie Todd year? Gurley. You think you're in the mix for that? You might be. Might be in the mix you for might be in the, the mix for Offensive Rookie of the Year with Cooper Cup yep. because of what he's been able to do. I mean, he had over 800 yards receiving and you know over 70 catches. Mm-hmm. So it's not like this guy didn't earn that kind of recognition. But also, there's like the FedEx Aaron Ground Player of the Year. Todd Gurley is going to be up for that as well. So yeah. there's a lot that I think can come out over the next couple of weeks in terms yeah. of, you know, giving the Rams their props, I guess you could say, for this season. Your recognition for how well you played. Yeah. Alvin Kamara's a rookie, right? He is. Okay, done. So, yeah, yeah. I, Alvin Kamara. Well, also Kareem Hunt, who led the league in rushing. 
this is true. You're in the mix. You're in the yeah. You're, you're say, definitely you be, in the mix. You right. could be nominated. Right. You might not win. Right. Well, and okay. I mean, look. It's great just I, to be nominated. I think Kareem Hunt had a fantastic season, but Todd didn't play Week 17. He did not. Okay. So mm-hmm. anyway. Yeah. Then that's There's why that. he should be the right. MVP. Is that where you're going with that? Just saying. That sounded right. Like. <laughs> Led the league in rushing. Um, yeah. All right. So as we said, uh, do you have to cut this one a little bit short? But any final words before we kind of wrap Dude, up? Dude, we just got started here. I know. We just got started. Like you're cutting said, me off. Like this I is said, personal. He doesn't like me right now. Get out of here. Yes. Like I said, I got an assignment. So. Oh no. You anyway, want me to do the rest uh, of the show with you, Demarco? Say again. Yeah, I'll do the rest of the show with yeah, you. <laughs> just get out of here. Yeah, we'll finish the show. <laughs> no. Uh, final words. Fantastic year. Um, Eleven wins is great. Uh, a lot of teams would would. I don't want to say kill for that, but. Be Get, very, 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 very. Happy I know a lot that. of guys who have gone their whole careers. I mean, long careers, and not reached 11 netted wins. eleven wins yeah. and become division champs. Yep. So there's a lot to be proud of, and there's a lot to build on. I think so too, and I don't think I can put it any better than that. So, guys, hey, thank you so much for listening and watching and tuning in as you have all throughout the 2017 season. It helps us this thing grow, and you know what? I'm excited to see where Between the Horns goes in 2018 and where the Rams go in 2018 for sure. So, for DeMarco Farr, for producer Matt, I'm Miles Simmons. We'll see you guys around. Bye.